Welcome to Wayne Zion Lutheran Church in Roma, Hell. This is Sunday, July the 24th, 2022. This service was recorded on July 17th, the sixth Sunday after Pentecost. The sermon is by Pastor Wade Reddy. The accompanist is Pete Temple. The lector is Cole Niedert. This broadcast is given by the Lloyd family in honor of Fair Week and the hard-working 4-H and FFA members preparing for the Great Jones County Fair. Join us on our website at waynesine.org for more information. Thank you for joining us today. Good morning on this sixth Sunday after Pentecost. Let us begin in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Almighty God, to whom all hearts are open, all desires are known, and from whom no secrets are hid, Cleanse the thoughts of our hearts by the inspiration of your Holy Spirit, that we may perfectly love you and worthily magnify your holy name, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Let us confess our sin in the presence of God and one another. Most merciful God, we confess that we are captive to sin and cannot free ourselves. We have sinned against you in thought, word, and deed, by what we have done, and by what we have left undone. We have not loved you with our whole heart. We have not loved our neighbors as ourselves. For the sake of your Son, Jesus Christ, have mercy on us. Forgive us, renew us, and lead us, so that we may delight in your will and walk in your ways to the glory of your holy name. Amen. In the mercy of Almighty God, Jesus Christ was given to die for us and for his sake. God forgives us all our sins. As a called and ordained minister of the Church of Christ and by his authority, I therefore declare to you the entire forgiveness of all your sins in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Our service continues on page 184 in the front of your hymnal. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. We continue with the prayer of the days as printed in your bulletin insert for this sixth Sunday after Pentecost. I invite you to join with me. Eternal God, you draw near to us in Christ. You make yourself our guest amid the cares of our lives. Make us tentative to your presence that we may treasure your word above all else. Through Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord. Amen. Let us receive God's word. Good morning. The first reading is from Genesis chapter 18, verses 1 through 10a. The Lord appeared to Abraham by the oaks of Mamre. As he sat at the entrance of his tent in the heat of the day, he looked up and saw three men standing near him. When he saw them, he ran from the tent entrance to meet them and bowed down to the ground. He said, My Lord, if I find favor with you, do not pass by your servant. Let a little water be brought and wash your feet and rest yourselves under the tree. Let me bring a little bread that you may refresh yourselves, and after that you may pass on, since you have come to your servant. So they say, Do as you have said. And Abraham hastened into the tent to Sarah and said, Make ready quickly three measures of choice flour, Knead it and make cakes. Abraham ran to the herd and took a calf, tender and good, and gave it to the servant who hastened to prepare it. Then he took curds and milk and the calf that he had prepared and set it before them. And he stood by them under the tree while they ate. 
They said to him, Where is your wife Sarah? And he said, There in the tent. Then one said, I will surely return to you in due season, and your wife Sarah shall have a son. Word of God, word of life. Please read the psalm responsibly. Lord, who may dwell in your tabernacle, who may abide upon your holy hill? They do not slander with the tongue. They do no evil to their friends. They do not cast discredit upon a neighbor. They do not give, give their money in hope again, nor do they take bribes against the innocent. Those who do the, these things shall never be overthrown. The second reading is from Colossians chapter 1, verses 15 through 28. Christ Jesus is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn of all creation. For in him, in him all things in heaven and on earth were created, things visible and invisible. Whether thrones or dominions or rulers or powers, all things have been created through him and for him. He himself is before all things, and in him all things hold together. He is the head of the body, the church. He is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead, so that he might come to have first place in everything. For in him all the fullness of God was pleased to dwell, and through him God was pleased to reconcile to himself all things, whether on earth or in heaven, by making peace through the blood of his cross. In you, who were once estranged and hostile in mind, doing evil deeds, he is now reconciled in his fleshly body through death. So as a present to you holy and blameless and irreproachable for him, provided that you continue securely established and steadfast in the faith, without shifting from the hope promised by the gospel that you heard, which has been proclaimed to every creature under heaven. I, Paul, became a servant of this gospel. I am now rejoicing in my sufferings for your sake. And in my flesh, I am completely what is lacking in Christ's affliction for the sake of his body, that is, the church. I became his servant according to God's commission that was given to me for you, to make the word of God fully known, the mystery that has been hidden throughout the ages and generations, but has now been revealed to his saints. To them God chose to make known how great among the Gentiles are the riches of the glory of the mystery, which is Christ in you. The hope of glory, it is he whom we proclaim, warning everyone and teaching everyone in all wisdom, so that we may present everyone mature in Christ. Word of God, word of life. Our service continues on page 188 with the gospel acclamation. I invite the congregation to According to St. Luke, the 10th chapter, glory to you, O Lord. I invite you to be seated for the reading of today's gospel. Now Jesus, as Jesus and his disciples went on their way, they entered a certain village where a woman named Martha welcomed him into her home. 
She had a sister named Mary, who sat at the Lord's feet and listened to what he was saying. But Martha was distracted by her many tasks, so she came to him and asked, Lord, do you not care that my sister has left me to do all the work by myself? Tell her then to help me. But the Lord answered her, Martha, Martha, you are worried and distracted by many things. There is need for only one thing. Mary has chosen the better part, which will not be taken away from her. The Gospel of our Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. Well, grace and peace to you from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. So on Monday, January 24th of this year, a very ordinary day, something unique happened in the world. It was the efforts of the United States, mostly through NASA, and it was also the work of Canada and other scientists around the world, in which there was a launching of the James Webb Space Telescope. The construction of this seven-ton, eight-giant reflective mirrors coated with gold commenced in the year 2003, the same year that I began my seminary studies at Luther Seminary. And four years after the construction of this, iPhones and Android phones were introduced. And during its 19 years of construction, testing, and finally launching, brought a price tag of $9.7 billion. And over the course of the next five years, it will cost NASA another $900 million to track and to operate and receive images from deep in the spans of cosmos. So six months later, and, we, and Cole has been kind of going through all these slides. Six months later, on July 11th, that was last Monday, we began to receive these very first images from the Webb James Space Telescope. It's amazing. And so I thought I would share these. This was not taken by the Webb James, but a picture of Earth, obviously, with its atmosphere, its beauty within the expanse of cosmos. Humanity has always been interested in knowing the vastness of the cosmos, the creation of heaven and Earth, and understanding what lies beyond what we can see and what we can imagine. God, creator, and in many ways, we want to know God even closer. Cole, I'll have you go to the next slide. As we look at this world in which we live in, this shot was taken at night, and you can see lights lit up, people sleeping, cloud cover over this beautiful place that we call Earth. Well, Paul's letter to the Church of Colossae that Cole read to us this morning addresses those human questions about the cosmos and who is God from the perspective of our humanity? Many times we have the impression that when we take a look at the vastness of God's wonderful and beautiful creation, who are we? Our psalmist wrote Psalm 8, not in today's scripture, but wrote this about our presence within the cosmos, within the heavens and the earth. The psalmist writes, When I consider your heavens, the work of your fingers, 
the moons and the stars which you have set in place. What is humankind that you're mindful of them? Human beings that you care for them. You have made them a little lower in angels and crowned them with glory and honor. You made them rulers over the works of your hands. You put everything under their feet, all flocks and herds and animals of wild and birds of the sky and fish of the sea, that all that swim the paths of the seas. Lord, our Lord, how majestic is your name in all the earth. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit as it was in the beginning, is now and will be forever, world without end. Amen. So Cole, I'll have you go ahead and close up the slides and you can take the screen up. I wanted you to see the image from James, or from James Webb Space Telescope. Out of curiosity, had anyone even noticed that that was happening this week? Some of us did. I did not. It wasn't until Liz was turning on the TV and we, wondered, we watched this wonderful program and I thought, wow, how amazing. Well, even though we see ourselves as insignificant, we see the psalmist write, no, God has had us in mind from the very beginning. Insignificant we may be and terrified by the vast reaches of outer space, yet our life has great and significant meaning to our God creator and God our savior. Paul uses these titles in the same paragraph in today's reading. Not only this, but identifies who Jesus Christ is. Jesus Christ. He. He is the image of the invisible God. Paul menses no words here. The church of Colossae had adopted false teachings. And it was for this reason that Paul, in writing this letter from prison and sending it to the leaders of this church, wanted to identify for them exactly who Jesus is. That he is God, invisible made visible in flesh. You see, people didn't believe that God would want to come into a world where there is evilness. They felt that all matter in the physical world that we understand it is evil, so they said God would not have come to earth as true human being in bodily form. And Paul states the opposite. Christ is the exact likeness of God, is he himself God, and yet died on the cross as a human being for us. Paul is clear. For in him all things in heaven and earth were created, things visible and invisible to our human eye. Things that we take a microscope or we take a huge space telescope to look into the, 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 the smallest images that we cannot see with the negative eye and in the spanseness of creation. Paul is clear, for in him all things in heaven and earth were created, things visible and invisible to the human eye. Not only this, but all things in heaven and earth have been created through Christ and for him. You know, it's much like the Athanasius Creed. Uh, it was, you know, I had people share with me, Pastor, we never heard that creed before. You remember the, the creed that challenged us to understand who God is, creator, savior, Holy Spirit, right? That God is, it challenges us to understand that God is one in three, yet separate in one, the triune God. 
In confirmation, we teach Jesus Christ is fully divine and fully human. I look at some of my, my confirmants who have gone through the program. Remember when we had the class and we talked about Jesus is 100% divine. What does that mean? 100% God. And also 100% human who experiences the things that we experience in our lives and understands pain and anguish and understands the death that we will die. This is our God who took on flesh, who loves us and calls us by name. You know, I, I say 100% divine, 100% human, that's 100% Jesus. They go, that doesn't work, Pastor. It has to be 50% divine, 50% human, 100% Jesus. Uh-uh. So math teachers and I don't always agree. But we need one another. And Christ is before all things, and in him all things came together as creator. In the Genesis narrative, remember after Adam and Eve had sinned, the Lord said, see, the man has become like one of us. Plural. Who is God speaking to? Now I realize these are stories that have been handed down. This is the very beginning in the understanding who God is. And we understand that even in the story about Moses, we have the burning bush that was consumed by fire. But it was not consumed by fire. It was burning. It was glowing. Bingo. Holy Spirit present. And here we have Jesus and God having this conversation. For we have a triune God. They become like one of us. They now know good from evil. And John's gospel opens up with these words. In the beginning was the word and the word was with God. He was in the beginning with God. John shows that Jesus is fully human and fully God in the opening analog of his gospel. Although Jesus took on upon himself full humanity and lived as a man, he never ceased, never once, he never ceased being the eternal God. And he has always existed. Another confirmation uh, theme that we talked about who created God? If God created everything else, who created God? God was not created. God exists and has always existed. Turning back to Paul's letter, Jesus is the head of the body, the church. Jesus is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead. Whoa. So that through his humble service, God taking on flesh, God and Christ reconcile himself all things on earth and in heaven by making peace through the blood of his cross. Christ's death provided the way, the way, the truth, the life for all the people to come to God. And here's the important message for us. From the one who created the cosmos, according to Paul, Christ's death removes sin that keeps us from having a right relationship with our creator. This does not mean that everyone is saved from the wages of sin. There will come judgment. But rather the way has been cleared for anyone who will trust Christ to save them. That is to receive God's grace of eternal life for it is a gift received through faith. And then the next point I want to make 
And I can't believe this is happening. This is where God is at work and Holy Spirit. Because the next thing I wanted to share, the very person who was in the room with my father, my mother, and myself was Pastor Louis Lyon, who is here today. Looking at my father, after having some time of conversation, Floyd, do you believe in the gift of eternal life? Do you believe that Jesus died for your sins? So that you are forgiven. And that you have this gift of eternal life. And my dad looked at the floor. I remember Pastor Louis saying, look in my eyes. My dad looked at the floor. And he gave such an honest answer. I'll never forget it. It's hard to believe. It's hard to believe that we have a God who loves us that much, who is willing to die for us, and to prepare the way for us, the way, the truth, and the life, so that when we die to this life, we rise to a new life, in the glorious presence of all the saints, with God, Christ, and Holy Spirit, sharing in the banquet that we're going to share together. It is hard to believe. Luther put it this way, in the third article of the small catechism, Luther writes, I believe that by my own understanding or strength, I cannot believe in Jesus Christ my Lord or come to him. But instead, the Holy Spirit has called me through the gospel, has enlightened me with his gifts and made me holy and kept me in true faith, just as he calls and gathers and enlightens and makes the whole Christian church on earth and keeps it in Christ Jesus in one common and true faith. It is the gift of faith. Faith in believing Jesus Christ, God in the flesh, died in our place for the penalty of sin. So as to present us holy. You know, Luther said that we are both saint, right? And sinner, simultaneously. But through the blood of the Lamb, we are presented holy blameless and irreproachable before God our judge for he took on the judgment we are to dine with Christ today to hear God's words of forgiveness just like in our gospel God creator and savior who is present with them at their table Mary Martha and Lazarus on that particular day, Jesus and his disciples came to the village where Martha lived and were invited in. And Martha was focused on the meal, while Mary was focused on what God had to say. Sometimes we need to be those great and wonderful hosts that Abraham was when God came into his presence. And there are times when we need to listen and I think this morning is a time to listen, to know that you have a God who loves you beyond all measure. Who in creating this wonderful world that we live in, the cosmos, the heavens and the universe, that God had you in mind. And he will see you through. And he will celebrate with you. God, our Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, Jesus' words, God's love spoken through Christ, 
receive these words, daughters and sons of new birth, cleansed from sin and raised to eternal life as our gift. Through the baptism, death, and resurrection of Jesus Christ, our Lord, creator and savior, given for you for the forgiveness of sins, the gospel of our Lord. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, God's only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day, he rose again. He ascended into heaven. He is seated at the right hand of the Father, and he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. United with Christ and guided by the Spirit, we pray for the church, creation, and all in Ever-present God in Christ, you fill all things. As your church gathers to hear your word, share your meal, and receive your blessing, teach us to welcome strangers as we have been welcomed by you. God of grace, hear our prayer. Through Christ, you created all things, visible and invisible. Teach humankind to honor and protect all of creation, including living things that remain hidden from our eyes, such as air, atmosphere, molecules, and microscopic creatures. God of grace, hear our prayer. Through Christ, you reconcile all things. Motivate those empowered to end enslavement, dehumanization, or brutality of any kind, and to protect and prove the lives of indigenous peoples. For those protecting others in the military, we specially name before you the sons of this congregation, Ben, David, Trevor, Dustin. God of grace, through Christ you bring peace. Assure all who are worried and distracted by many things of your constant presence. Soothe those suffering in mind, body, and spirit. Sustain all who are afflicted and those who serve as caregivers. We specially name before you this morning Bill, Teresa, Niall, Lois, Pauline Antones, Kalinda, Chase Sternhagen, Gwen, Sandy, and others who suffer silently known to you and their family. God of grace, in Christ you make your word fully known. Inspire this worship community to abide fully in your word as we sit at the feet of Jesus. Bless the ministry of teachers and Bible study leaders. God of grace, in Christ, you brought forth the firstborn from the dead. We give you thanks for the saints who have gathered at your table. Gather us with them in your eternal glory. God of grace. God of every time and place, in Jesus' name, filled with your Holy Spirit, we entrust these spoken prayers and unspoken, those in our hearts, into your holy keeping. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. The peace of Christ be with you always. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. 
is indeed right, our duty and our joy, that we should at all times and all places give thanks and praise to you, almighty and merciful God, through our Savior Jesus Christ, who on this day overcame death in the grave, and by his glorious resurrection opened to us the way of everlasting life. And so with all the choirs of angels, with the church on earth and the host of heaven, we praise your name and join their unending hymn. Prayed, our Lord took bread and gave thanks and broke it and gave it to his disciples and said, Take and eat. This is my body given for you. Do this for the remembrance of me. Again, after supper, he took the cup. And after giving thanks, he gave it for all to drink, saying, This cup is a new covenant in my blood, shed for you and for all people for the forgiveness of sin. Do this for the remembrance of me. Lord, remember us in your kingdom and teach us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory. Uh, thank you for those who sponsor for KMCH 94.7 FM. Who is our sponsor for today? The Lloyd family, and they're here. Thank you for sponsoring today's radio broadcast. I have to tell you this. I was visiting with Neil and Judy uh, Hoosman, and they don't miss a broadcast. Are you, hearing, are you listening in? Neil and Judy. Thank you to the Lloyd family for sponsoring today's radio broadcast. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord's face shine upon you with grace and mercy. The Lord grant his peace upon you. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Peace. Serve the Lord. Thanks be to God. Liturgy, copyright 2021, Augsburg Fortress. All rights reserved. Music and lyrics reprinted with permission under one license, number A-729734. All rights reserved.